Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Today's guest inside the Edward Jones Chatting Cage is the Cincinnati Reds nominee for the prestigious 2016 Roberto Clemente Award. His on-field talents exceeded only by his off-field endeavors. He is, in short, a good dude. And his name is Michael Lorenzen, the former first-round pick of the Cincinnati Reds back in 2013. Michael, we hope that you're ready to step inside the cage today. And uh, how's it going here on this Wednesday for you? Yeah, um, it's been going good. Thank you for that introduction. And I believe I am ready. Awesome. That is good news to hear. And Michael, the fans are ready too. And fans, yeah. three ways to get involved. Uh, fire up the webcam or submit questions either through the MLB Fans app or through Twitter by using the hashtag ChattingCage. And uh, Michael, let's dive right in from uh, the MLB Fans app, as I alluded to. This is from MLB underscore Kelly. And her question for you is, are you happy with the progress you've made since coming back after having those uh, elbow issues? Yeah, it's a really good question, and absolutely. Um, I went through a ton of obstacles, um, and what I'm most satisfied about is that I never gave in. Um, I kept moving forward. I kept pressing on, um, and it's paying off. Uh, and, you know, it didn't come easy. Um, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of struggle through it. Um, but this year has gone um, pretty good, and I just think that's due to the hard work and, like I said, never giving up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really satisfied with the progress that I've made this year health-wise, um, mentally, and performance-wise as well. Yeah, the, the hard work is one thing, but to have the positive attitude is a whole other aspect, and you had both of those in uh, recovering from those issues, and you've become a key part of this uh, Reds bullpen, especially in the second half here in 2016. Uh, Michael, right now, the first of many fans are ready to line up and fire away inside the Edward Jones chatting cage. So, fan, please state your name, your location, and your question for Michael Lorenzen. Hey, Michael, this is Daniel Bright in Louisville, Kentucky. How are you doing? All right, good, Daniel. How are you doing? Hey, my question is, uh, first of all, I loved your tattoo of 116, and I was curious what your favorite song and artist was. My favorite song and artist, um, man, there's so many, but you know, I walk out to Awesome God by R. Swift, so I would have to say that that is um, all time my favorite song. Uh, favorite artist, it, it, it's pretty tough. I, I always go back and forth. Um, I'll name off a few. Lecrae's always the one that gets so much just because he's so proactive in what he does. Um, with the people and his message, but KB's excellent. Uh, Andy Minio's awesome. I love Social Club. I'm sure you've heard of Social Club. Um, also, reconcile someone who is always overlooked. Um, he's from Texas, and he's kind of got that Southern rap, Southern hip-hop style, but, man, I, I can listen to him pregame every single day. I, I, I love that guy. Michael, sounds like you've got a pretty diverse uh, iPod at your disposal, no question. <laughs> And, uh, Michael, right now we go back to the MLB fans app. This one from Goldie Snake 44 His question for you is, what batter or batters do you perhaps fear the most in baseball? Do I fear the most? Or maybe they give you the most problems. Is that, was, that, was that the – was that – okay, give me the – okay. Um, I would say, yeah, that's – I guess that's the adjustment that I made from last year to this year is not having any fear when I'm out there and pitching. Um 
So statistically, I'd have to go back and look, but I know last year, um, let me try and think. Obviously, Cespedes gave me a headache. I know he hit like a 130-mile-an-hour line drive off of me last year in Detroit, and then he hit a 130-mile-an-hour uh, fly ball over the center field fence earlier this year. So I would say Cespedes. And I would dare say that you're not alone in that assessment. That's a guy that gives uh, problems <laughs> to a lot of pitchers across Major League Baseball. That is uh, no question about that. Uh, Michael, right now we're going to go with a fan, uh, one of many, like I said, ready to go onto the webcam and fire away. So, fan, they're right there. Uh, state your name, your location, and your question, please, for Michael Lorenzen. Hi, Michael. It's Lisa Bemis from Cincinnati. You see me there all the time. Awesome. Uh, first of all, my yeah, yeah, sincere yeah. condolences on the loss of your father. Um, I want to say how much I've enjoyed watching you pitch, but watching you hit that home run was absolutely surreal. I was so glad I was there. My question is, if you had your preference, which would you rather be, a starter, a long reliever, or the closer? <laughs> That's uh, I appreciate you, um, your support and uh, reaching out the way you have, um, you know, in regards to my dad and, and everything. But to answer your question, I would I want to be a starter. Um, I know I can be a starter and, and I guess that's why I want to be one, because I want to I want to do what I know I can do. Um, I know I can also be a long reliever and I know I can also be a closer. So. It just comes down to what the Cincinnati Reds need and what my teammates need. Um, I think that's obviously what should be most important to me, and, and that really is. Um, you know, I'm enjoying pitching out of the bullpen right now, and so I definitely have no problem with it. But in my heart, when I know that, you know, if I put the work into it, I could be a successful starter, um, that's something that I'd like to do. And, Michael, going back uh, to what Lisa said initially, that, uh, of course, it was a surreal moment when you hit your first uh, career home run uh, very shortly after the passing of your father. Just a, a moment yeah. that was uh, so touching and heartwarming for, for you and for so many fans. If you could kind of take us through the emotions of that when, when you connected with the ball, when you're rounding the bases, when you touch home plate, if you could put that into words, uh, please do so for us. Yeah, I, I can do my best. Um, you know, when they told me I was going to hit, right when they told me that I was going to hit um, and that I was up fifth, I knew that I was going to hit a home run. <laughs> I just knew it. And um, I think I might have been up fourth or something. I just knew that I was going to get a chance to hit and I was going to hit a home run. And so when I walked up to the plate, uh, my dad's song came on and I knew it was going to happen. Um, and I and I was familiar with the pitcher. I knew that he liked to throw really hard, and I knew that I'm a pitcher, so he's not going to try and throw me anything other than his best thing, which is his fastball. So I got in the box, and you know I'd already seen it in my mind of me hitting the ball over the fence. And you know when it happened, I choked up right before he threw the pitch because I was like, he's throwing 98. I should probably choke up a little bit. So I choked up right when I hit it. You'll see me hold my bat in the air because I had already seen that play in my mind. And it was like, wow, I couldn't believe that it actually happened. And I was just, there was so much going on um, internally that is hard to explain, hard to put into words. But as I was rounding the bases, it was, I was just, 
you know, overcome with joy, with sadness, just with everything going on. And, you know, when I hit home plate, I didn't know what, what else to do other than, you know, to show my appreciation for, for what God did for me in that one moment, other than to point to the sky, um, you know, and, and so it was, it was an extremely emotional time for sure. Um, and it definitely brought comfort to me, to my family. Um, and you know, I get messages constantly now about how that story and how that moment has affected those who have lost a parent or lost a family member recently and how, um, you know, it's brought some comfort and joy to them. So, and I'm able just to relate to them as well. So, so I think that's, it's been a crazy time, but it's been really good in a way to use this story to serve people and, and encourage people through it. It was as if it was a scene out of a movie, but it was better because this was real life. And uh, Michael, well said by you. I know that's that's a tough thing to put into words, but uh, you know, like you said, you knew it was going to happen. It happened. It was one of the most incredible moments uh, in the 2016 baseball season, no question. Right now, Michael, back to the webcam. Another fan ready to step inside the Edward Jones chatting cage. So fan, your name, your location, and your question, please. Hey, Michael. My name is Luke. I'm from New York. And I was just wondering, what's it like adjusting to life in uh, Cincinnati coming from California? (laughs) Yeah, it's been good. Um, You know, I've, I've been traveling since I've been, what, I would say like 13. I've been traveling to different states and playing baseball. So I'm kind of used to you know, the different things. I've been to Cuba, I've been to the Netherlands, I've been to Mexico, so it's not like so much of a culture shock change for me, at least isn't so much of a culture shock. So it, it hasn't been um, bad at all. You know, what I love about Cincinnati is, you know, we have the Reds and we have the Bengals, um, and everyone's diehard here. So that's what I love about it. In, in California, we have so much going on. We have, you know, the beach, we have 12 different professional teams that people cheer for so and there's so many people out there so it's not as much there's not so much passion for the game of baseball like there is here so um you know i've really enjoyed it here in cincinnati because of that okay michael right now time for the edj question of the day it's it's a multi-part question involving one of my favorite things food so here we go uh the question is michael (laughs) have you tried skyline chili if so Give us your impressions, and had you heard about Skyline Chili before you came to the Queen City? Okay, I never heard about Skyline Chili. Um, actually, that's one thing that when I got drafted by the Reds, my dad told me that I was going to have to try. Um, so he knew about it. Um, so actually, when I signed my contract, that's the first thing I did. I went to Skyline Chili. I had it. Um, you know, I enjoyed it, but... I'm not going to lie to you when I say I haven't had it since. Um, <laughs> you know, being a professional athlete, we got to fuel our bodies the proper way, and, and Skyline Chili probably isn't the best thing to be feeding myself before a game or after a game. So, um, yeah, I guess if I wasn't a professional athlete, I'd eat it some more. Yeah, Michael, uh, well said there. Skyline Chili is great, but in the role that you're in, perhaps uh, you should have that in moderation. I think that's uh, good advice for anybody. Uh, Michael, let's go back to uh, some of our social questions from the MLB fans app. This one from Ali Q, and he asks, uh, quite simply, how honored will you be if you receive the 2016 Roberto Clemente Award? Uh, 
Yeah, just it, it would be, you know, a huge honor for me to do that. Um, ever since I, you know, ever since I became a Christian, I, I, I've just thought about how I was going to use this game to serve people. And he was someone who did that. So I was always looking looking up stuff of Roberto Clemente, and I was just super inspired by him and, and the way he lived his life and the way he sacrificed his life for others. And so, like I said, that's just something that I've always visualized myself doing of, of just serving people and bringing hope to people, um, you know, just through this through the platform of baseball and Major League Baseball. So now that it's finally here, um, you know, I've been able to do that um, as much as I've as much as I can, and just to be honored um, with the Roberto Clemente Award, just being, just even being a nominee is an honor. Um, and so, yeah, if, if I guess if I win that award, it'll be the icing on the, the cake. But um, you know, that's not, definitely not why I do it. Uh, but I know that the Clemente family sitting down with them, talking to them, uh, they're really happy with how I've been able to um, honor Roberto and honor the Clemente family. And, of course, Michael, it's hard not to notice that uh, you wear the number 21. You're sporting the number 21 currently on your T-shirt. That, of yeah. course, was the jersey number of the legendary Roberto Clemente. Are there any tie-ins there? Yeah. Um, so I did a missions trip um, in Puerto Rico where we would we would have camps. We had about seven camps, um, one a day. And we'd have all the kids, and, and we'd teach them. We'd had infield coaches from Tony Graffanino, who was a big league infielder. Uh, we had – I was teaching the pitching. Uh, we had catching coaches. And so we would teach the kids baseball skills. And then after, we'd get the family and the kids, and we would share the gospel and and, and teach the – just teach a Bible message and, and how God saved our lives. And that's really what we're here to do for you is to bring that message to you. Um, and the Clementes were with us every step of the way. And um, I was able to spend some quality time with them. And I was able to actually, you know, Vera Clemente's eating dinner right next to me. And it was just, you know, for me, just I couldn't believe that I was actually, you know, in Roberto Clemente's house looking at all of his stuff and, and seeing what he had there and just with his family. And so I, I sat down with them and said, hey, if number 21 ever opens up with the Reds, I would – would you mind if I wore it in honor of Roberto Clemente? And they said, absolutely, we would love it. And we ended up trade, trading Todd Frazier, who I thought for sure would be here for a really long time. Um, we traded him soon after. And so right when we did that, I contacted um, Rick Stowe, our clubhouse manager, and, and asked him and told him why I wanted to wear 21. And he was kind enough to, to let me honor Roberto Clemente in this way. Tremendous, tremendous story, and I'm sure an experience those kids uh, overseas will never, ever forget. Uh, that goes without saying. Uh, one more fan ready to step inside the old chatting cage. So, fan, your name, your location, and your question, please. Hey, Michael. It's Tyson from Ohio. If you weren't a Major League Baseball player, who would your favorite player right now be, and who would your favorite team be? If I wasn't a Major League Baseball player, um well man <laughs> tough <one>. let's see <laughs> when i i mean when i was in college so we can go that route when i was in college um i didn't have a favorite team but i liked certain players on different teams and i would follow them i grew up in anaheim so the angels I always had a thing for the angels but 
Andrew McCutcheon was someone who I always loved to watch um, play and just the way he played center. Five-tool player, the ultimate five-tool player, and he, and he looked like he had a lot of fun. Um, so I would always watch highlight videos of him playing center field and hitting homers and stuff like that. And um, So, yeah, he's in my division now, so it's pretty cool that I get to play against him um, a couple times a year. And uh, Michael, of course, uh, he was the Roberto Clemente Award winner in 2015. So maybe uh, come the next couple months, you might have something in common with him. If you are the winner of this award here in 2016, we certainly wish you luck there. Uh, Michael, that's going to wrap things up. Our thanks to you. We certainly hope you enjoyed your time inside the Edward Jones chatting cage and hope we can do it again soon. Thanks to you once again. Right on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Michael Lorenzen of the Cincinnati Reds joining us right here on the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Be sure to join us next time right here on MLB.com.